Hey guys, I'm Charles Kirby and welcome back to another episode of Life's Secret Sauce, where we uncover sustainable and healthy life practices. Today is April 17th and our episode will be titled Blending Ratatouille's Passion and Soul's Wisdom. That is right, today we are going to be diving into some killer Disney animations. And don't be fooled to think that Disney is just for kids. In addition, we have two incredible guests on board with us today. Shaylee Powell, a film reviewer and expert on the film Soul, and Yash Vizel, a decorated film analyst who has devoted a lot of time to studying the movie Ratatouille. They are here with me to talk about life, purpose, passion, and self-discovery as portrayed in the two animations. So let's get started. What were your guys' initial reactions to these movies? Yeah, uh, I don't know about you guys, but recently these Disney movies have been really packing a punch for me. Um, I don't know if that's just because I'm getting older or because they're getting really deeper in meaning, but I think just by the um, the title of Soul, you know it's going to really strike a nerve. Um, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. It's been some time since I've worked with Ratatouille, but just watching it again, it seems like I just got so many more deeper perspectives on them, and I completely agree with you. Awesome. Okay, so let's get started off by getting to know the films a bit more um, and seeing what we're working with today. Can you guys just give a short rundown of each movie? Just, you know, basic stuff, general setting, what the main characters are up to throughout the film, stuff like that. Sure. So uh, Soul is a Pixar movie and it follows Joe, who's a jazz pianist, and he has this near-death experience, um, which gets him stuck not in the afterlife, but in the before life, which is called the great before. Um, So this movie follows him second-guessing his life choices and regretting the existence that he mostly took for granted. Um, He does all this with the help of a yet-to-be-born soul, 22. Um, And this movie was written by Pete Docter, who also directed Inside Out, um, and really contrasts the ideas of purpose and passion. And despite its weighty themes, this movie takes on a really light feeling, which is much in the spirit of jazz and improvisational art. Uh, which is a persistent theme throughout Seoul. Yeah, and um, Ratatouille is a heartwarming animated film following the journey of the unlikely duo of Remy, a talented rat aspiring to be a chef, and Linguini, a clumsy human who has quite the rags to riches at character arc. Chef Gusto's spirit guides Remy on his journey with his motto, Anyone Can Cook, as Remy tries to overcome Anton Ego fearsome food critic who poses the main challenge to the duo's culinary journey. The movie takes the audience on a heartwarming adventure through friendship, self-discovery, and the magic of cooking, proving that talent can emerge from even the most unexpected places. Uh, That's great, guys. One thing I really noticed while watching both these films was that both the main characters, Remy and Joe, are very, very passionate about what they do. Um, You know, Joe, he centers everything in his life around his music career, and on the other hand, Remy is willing to risk everything he has just to get in front of a stove in a human kitchen. Um, What do you guys think about passion in the two films? I mean, you guys are the experts. Maybe there was a scene or two in each animation that really stood out and supported this point? Yeah, no, definitely. I think Joe's passion is really evident throughout the movie. And uh, one scene in particular that really shows how passionate he is is one he's defying his mother and uh, his mother's like exhaustion with his persistence to pursue music is really telling of how desperate Joe has been to pursue um, a jazz career. I only land the gig of my life and 
You're upset. You didn't see how tough being a musician was on your father. I don't want to see you struggle like that. So dad could pursue his dreams and I can't? Your father had me. Most times, this shop is what paid the bills. So when I'm gone, who's going to pay yours? Music is all I think about. From the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I fall asleep at night. You can't eat dreams for breakfast, Joey. Then I don't want to eat. This isn't about my career, Mom. It's, it's my reason for living. And I know Dad felt the same way. I'm just afraid that if I died today, that my life would have amounted to nothing. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And that really reminded me of this scholarly article I came across when I was researching for one of my previous papers. I think it was written by Dietmar Meinl, if I'm not wrong. And I'm sorry if that's the wrong pronunciation, but he wrote this article called From Rags to Moderate Riches, The American Dream and Ratatouille. And in that article, he talks about how Remy had to power through the struggle of being ostracized by his family for his interest in human food and how he was despised by humans for his origins and for being a rat. And kind of his whole journey of kind of overcoming that and following his passion to then reach where he was in the end, where he kind of bridged his two passions and his family and his love for cooking and yeah, had his happily ever after. And I just think that kind of relates pretty well to your point. I know I'm supposed to hate humans, but there's something about them. They, they don't just survive, they discover, they create. I mean, just look at what they do with food. Yeah, I actually came across an article about passion versus a job and how your job doesn't necessarily have to line up with your deepest passion. This article written by Lauren Howe, John Jakimowicz, and Jokin Menjis for the Harvard Business Review in 2021 asks people to reconsider pursuing their passions as a career. Instead, the article asserts that a passion shouldn't be the only criteria for choosing a career, as it can detract from the passion, put too much pressure on the passion, or blur the boundaries between career and life something that we can really see through Joe's journey. One question to consider is whether Joe should even pursue music in the first place. That's a great point. It also just occurred to me that although Remy and Joe come from very different walks of life, I mean, they're literally different species, they both share very similar passions. You know, cooking food and playing music are not that different. They're both centered around the same two principles. One is participating in creative art and expression, and the other is serving others. Remy and Joe enjoy the artistic expression associated with what they do, but they also, I would like to think that part of the reason they do it is that they like to see others enjoy their work and benefit from it. There's a sense of pride associated with seeing another person take a bite of a meal you just prepared or nod their head along to a song you're performing. I think there's a scene actually in Ratatouille where Remy compares food and music explicitly. scene a lot because Remy literally says exactly what I've been getting at. And that is that Soul and Ratatouille have a lot more in common than meets the eye. There's so much in each film for the audience to digest and incorporate into their own lives. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And I think that the main crossover is kind of between combining one's purpose with one's passion. And I think in Ratatouille specifically, like 
from the get-go, you really see Remy's passion for food, how he's running around sniffing different ingredients, trying to put them together. But as soon as he gets separated from his family, even before that as well, he doesn't really know what his purpose is. He's kind of sniffing for poison and he's not really enjoying it. But he kind of feels lost and like doesn't really enjoy it as much. And the whole movie, while it is for him, while it is him pursuing his passion, it is also him finding his purpose. And the whole movie, I think really similar to Soul, is about him finding out how to kind of reach that perfect middle ground between his passion and purpose. And I think that's what the ending really is, him combining those two. Yeah, just like what you said, I really think that these two movies um, show a sweet, stop, a sweet spot between passion and purpose. And specifically in Soul, Joe learns that purpose and passion aren't even the same thing. And he learns to create a boundary in between his personal passion for music and his reason to live, which is something I know all of us can apply to our own lives. And in a similar vein, Remy learns in Ratatouille to balance his passion to be a chef with his role in the rat colony as the poison smeller, and he ends up creating a sweet spot in between his um, duty and his passion. I like that you guys are both bringing up this intersection between uh, purpose and passion. In the film Soul especially, Joe has so many different pressures on him to find his purpose. Um, whatever that really even means, purpose, you know? Internally, like you guys have highlighted, his passion for music caused him to want to devote his time to um, finding a prosperous jazz career. But then on the other hand, he has some external pressures like um, from his family, from his mother, to achieve material prosperity, um, like to get a stable job and put food on the table. Um, one great example of this is if we could listen into a conversation between Joe and his mom. And this conversation takes place right after Joe is offered a job as a full-time uh, band teacher in a middle school but he's reluctant to accept the position because it would mean giving up his dream of performing jazz. After all these years, my prayers have been answered. A full-time job. Working man coming through. Yeah, Mom, but I... You're going to tell them yes, right? Don't worry, Mom, I got a plan. You always got a plan. Maybe you need to have a backup plan, too, for when your plan falls through. A backup plan never hurts. Joey, we didn't struggle giving you an education so you could be a middle-aged man washing your underwear in my shop. Similar to Joe, I think they just wanted to kind of pursue their passion and kind of do what really fulfilled them. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that the pressure that Joe and Remy face from their parents is just a representation of an overall societal pressure to um, be successful at a certain age and earn a certain amount of money and uh, be stable to provide for a family. Um, and I think the important thing to take away from these movies is how Joe and Remy uh, overcome this pressure and kind of incorporate the stability into their passions. Uh, and an important factor into how they overcome these pressures is their support system. Uh, specifically for Joe, his support system turns out to be 22, who uh, unknowingly teaches Joe a lot about what purpose is and how to factor that into his passion. That's great. Um, this also reminds me of another one of the core themes in Seoul. Do you guys remember that endless expanse linked to the great before where there was, um, you know, those lost souls roaming around on the dunes and then up in the air there were 
um, other souls who are floating and pursuing their passions in the zone. I feel like the way that people end up as one of those lost souls is when they, you know, fall too hard into either one of those external or internal pressures. Yeah, and remember how they were all on that ship with Moonwind, and they ended up saving a soul, saving a lost soul, and it turned out that it was a hedge fund manager who was unhappy with his life on Earth. In another timeline, that timeline, that same man could have been someone like Joe or Remy, whose family emphasized the importance of material success over pursuing a passion. Yeah, I actually came across an article on LinkedIn written by Dr. Casey Onder in 2021 dictating the differences between passion and purpose in the workplace. She basically explains how purpose is why you do something and passion is why it feels good. She goes on to explain that if you take up a job based solely on passion, you run the risk of losing purpose. But if you take up a job solely based on purpose, you run the risk of feeling empty and unsatisfied. That's a really good point. Um... You know, Joe is just so caught up with his music that he thinks the entire point in his life is to play. He postpones starting his quote-unquote real life and enjoying himself until he can land a gig in the future that he spends years, years chasing after. If I remember correctly, I think Moonwind was the, the one that brought up the point that when uh, Joe and 22 were on the ship going through the, uh, the Great Plains and the Great Before, um, he brings up the point that you know, lost souls actually aren't that different than those in the zone. So many of them. Sad. You know, lost souls are not that different from those in the zone. What? The zone is enjoyable, but when that joy becomes an obsession, one becomes disconnected from life. Now, since you don't have a connection to your body, you will have to tune back into your physical surroundings. Close your eyes. Breathe into your crown chakra. Yeah, this soundbite really made me realize that this movie, Soul, really makes a nod to mindfulness. And although it kind of makes a joke of it, like close your eyes, breathe into your own crown chakra, Moonwind is really emphasizing the importance of being present, aware, and balanced. The theme of mindfulness is pretty apparent in Seoul, but I was surprised to see its presence in Ratatouille as well. Sab Peralta wrote an article for Medium in 2020 about the message of mindful eating in Ratatouille. She discusses in detail the distinction in eating styles between Remy and Emil, um, while Remy puts an effort into preparing his food and smelling it and listening to it and tasting it. Emil usually just chows down. I mean, just listen to the soundbite of Remy eating. Oh, Gusteau was right. Oh, mm, yeah. Oh, amazing. Each flavor was totally unique. But combine one flavor with another, and something new was created. Although it seems kind of insignificant, this is actually a super important message and one really influential to kids in my opinion. I've had a couple of friends actually who've suffered from eating disorders and I've learned that mindful eating, like paying attention to the smells and sights and tastes and feelings of food is one way to recover. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. And I also have a couple of friends who to this day struggle from eating disorders. And I think that they too, I think, have emphasized the importance of being mindful, not just about eating, but about everything else. I think 
one thing these movies do a really good job of doing, I think, in the scene that we just showed, especially with Remy when he was looking at his food, I think that not only shows mindful eating, but I think it shows a very mindful and sustainable approach to kind of following your passions. And I think that's also a very key message for like young viewers to take away. Exactly, you know, um, there's actually one academic article on Soul written by a priest named Matthew Kruger um, that I think hit, hit on this exact point. Kruger was arguing that the purpose of life is not some grand feat that has to be decoded. Um, instead, he was proposing that it's just about everyday living, you know, the unextraordinary flow of everyday life. Um, the exact line he wrote was, Soul is about the idea that life is not reducible to purpose, success, or contribution to the world. It is, instead, in the words of our hero, Joe Gardner, about just regular old living. Or to build from the title of the film, about living with soul. Okay, I know that last word is a bit corny, um, but otherwise, I think the sentence really sums up what the film Soul is all about. And it's also really relevant to what Ratatouille is about. Yeah, I totally agree. I think both Ratatouille and Soul do a great job of emphasizing taking pleasure from the simple things, just cooking and living, um, maintaining purpose and balancing external and internal pressures. Another interesting effect that we could take out of this balance can be observed from the arcs of characters surrounding Joe and Remy. 22, for example, starts out dreading life, but ends up excited for the journey. And in Ratatouille, Ego starts out detesting all foods and not accepting a rat as a chef, but he ends by appreciating Remy's gift. In the past, I have made no secret of my disdain for Chef Gusto's famous motto, anyone can cook. But I realize only now do I truly understand what he meant. Not everyone can become a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. When you take a step back and really think about the story of Remy, the odds that he defies are pretty wild. Rats are normally seen as dirty creatures that should be nowhere near the kitchen. Yet, he manages to not crumble be beneath all of the external pressure to be a normal scavenger like the rest of his family. Cooking allows him to escape from becoming a lost soul. In fact, in the article, A Great Artist Can Come From Anywhere by Walter Metz, he talks about the generalization of the motto, um, anyone can cook, which is again echoed in Ego's final, final review, and how Remy's journey translates to the real world. This helps the audience decode it as any good artist can come from anywhere and that anyone can achieve anything if they just put in the effort and dedication like Remy did. Yeah, I agree. And I think Ratatouille says a lot about self-discovery, courage, and persistence. Remy starts out with no passion, manages to identify it, and then exemplifies all his courage to defy convention. And he even manages to convince his own family as well. To connect this back to Seoul, I think the best way to visualize the comparison between Remy and Joe is to think of Joe as starting off as too dedicated to his passion and eventually achieving balance. Meanwhile, Remy starts off too timid to pursue his passion and then works to find a balance as well. In some sense, they both go through, through a journey of self-discovery um, to kind of see how external pressures, their passions and living can all fit together in a union. So I know we're, we're running short on time here, but there's one other quote I just wanted to put in um, from a, a guy, an academic named Rito Baring, 
who is an uh, academic who studies Camusian uh, philosophy, and he writes, Camus tempers passion by insisting that should not enslave the human person, knowing that it is an integral part of being human. And I think this quote kind of just sums up what we've really been getting at today. And it talks about how passion should not be enslaving you, but it also is an integral part of being human. So thanks again, Shaley, Yash, for coming on today. It was great having you guys. And stay tuned for next week, viewers, because we're going to be exploring the detriments of social media on young minds.